Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Voice. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Talk, 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 talk. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talks talk, back. Talk, talk, talk. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you niggas and these hoes. It's your co-host, AJ Holiday. What's up, Tim? And everybody in between, that's where I fall. I'm sorry. <laughs> we in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> hybrid right that's favorite word of the month hey y'all hey aj what's up girl <laughs> shit man i can't call you know what i'm saying everything <laughs> copacetic out here <laughs> how was your weekend bitch how was our weekend girl, I, I seen you this weekend <laughs> we've been outside lately <laughs> we was outside we um we hosted uh henny and waffles they came to charlotte it was a great time. I mean, I had so much fun. I danced the whole time. Like, what's that song? Uh, I just want to rock, baby. I got down low with that shit, and my thighs start burning. Bitch, like, you better than I me. All I can say is go, 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 go. All, <laughs> all I can do is make noise for you, bitch, because them knees be kneeing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see me dropping it to the floor? Yeah, I had to ice my shit this morning. <laughs> Had to ice my shit. Now, now getting out was a little wobbly, but shit, you got down there, bitch, and you stayed down there, hands in the air. 
Yeah, I did it. I, that's that liquor. That's that Don Julio Reposado had me down there that long. I, I bet I can't do it like that with a dick in me. <laughs> Y'all bitches be, hey, that's what should be niggas be talking about, how thick girls can't really take dick like that. Because we be, like, compacted, okay? That's why. Mm-hmm. We be short on the inside. <laughs> uh, what we got going on this week is stupid internet news, honey. Oh, so our cousin from South Carolina, shout out to South Carolina, Sumpter, John Morant. Sumpter. He showed out this past weekend. He went to, um, he went, he got on IG Live and he appeared with a gun on IG Live. Now, I know he, th- he in the NBA, but I think he was young, he thought he was young boy NBA because what is NBA young boy? Whatever his name right. is. Right. He, he was on that shit. And uh, the Memphis, all right, it says that the Memphis Grizzlies point guard, John Morant, has apologized and deleted his Twitter and Instagram account following news that he will be away for the team for at least the next two games. But from what I understand, he is suspended for much longer than that. Uh, but he's only 23 years old. He's from something South Carolina, which means he he with all that shit, you know. <laughs> he with all of that. And, you know, that's that's he's a young man. We got to give him a little pass. And was it a legal gun or a legal, illegal gun? You know, I'm sure it was a legal weapon, but it still not it doesn't make it okay for you to be out here. Like, you have an image to hold, uphold being a, mem- a player in the league. And you out there in fucking Memphis. And they really with that shit, too. Like, so keep it cute. Take a lesson. Like, you know, you need to model your life after LeBron. That's really who you need to be like. I really feel like a lot of these guys, right, they come into this money. It's almost like winning the lottery, right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to change overnight. And that's why you need to be surrounded by people who know better. And you cannot be above reproach like can't nobody tell you shit. These guys need guidance coming into the league and coming into that type of money I mean, the same way you need a financial uh, specialist and stuff like that, like you need a spiritual specialist, like somebody to help guide you in the right way. Because a lot of these guys are coming from single black moms. Let's be clear. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, he might have been the, the man in the house for a long time. Who knows, right? They make it to well, the I think no, I no, no. I think his father is definitely a big part of his life. Oh, okay. But he is a young nigga from something in South Carolina, you know what I'm saying? And they got ego and, you know, this mu- the music. Yeah, and being you in Memphis be also. The, my thing is also, we not going to act like uh, there has not been football and basketball players who have been, like, followed home and slain by locals. If he's living in right. Memphis, Memphis is not a safe space, okay? So maybe he's trying to send a little bat signal, a little PSA out to any niggas trying to come through. But, yeah, boy, you but ain't, just you the ain't wrong like energy. that no Don't more. even worry about sending no exactly. bat signal because you sending out, you know, what you put out is what you get yeah, back. for sure. So you got to be careful with that just got some growing shit. to do. And besides, don't nobody need to know what your weapon look like exactly. unless they trying to feel it. Period. Don't pull it out unless you about to use it. Right. Careless. Just careless, young, dumb. Just young, um, Skip dumb. Bayless went on uh, Undisputed and tried to make a connection between John Morant and the Crips. And <laughs> oh, Boosie came to... Yeah, you're doing too much. So, um, J- Boosie came to his defense and was like, you know, don't, basically, don't do that. He's just a young man and he made a mistake. Don't try to connect him on no gang activity because it ain't that. Ooh. I bet you we can find a football, basketball player, baseball player taking pictures, holding a rifle, 
you know, he's laying in the bed with the pistol here, big chain on. It's just different when black people do shit. Right? Right. I'm pretty sure there's many pictures out there of a celebrity, again, an athlete holding a gun. Right. It's just different when we do it. It's just But it's it's else. all about context mm-hmm. too, because if you out in the woods with hunting gear with a rifle, you know, who are you hunting different. though? A, Some of them hunt niggas. Well, I mean, let's be clear. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're who right. Who are you hunting? <laughs> we don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Josh just need to take it easy and stay out the public eye for a little while and refocus his energy on what he's good at, which is basketball. Right. You know? So we love you, Josh. Hometown homie. And you'll be all right. You'll get through this. Yeah. Your daddy need to get with you. Uh, girl, so um, did you see this young man? I don't know where he's from. And he's not the first of his kind. But he's out here with seven children, seven different uh, women. So he's basically saying, like, he offered to pay for these abortions. These seven women out of how many other women he probably done ran up however he wanted to because he says he doesn't pull out. And he does take accountability, mm. but he just don't give a fuck was his words exact. At what point do the women take accountability? Because I feel like, okay, I, he looks pretty young. I believe this guy's like in his 30s maybe. So mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be smashing on a 30-something-year-old man with no history of anything successful who has seven kids, seven different women, and I'm going to let him put his raw penis in me. See, Like, where's mm. the thought process? And he, and he actually said... You know, the women's supposed to be responsible for this shit. Unfortunately, it's a double standard ass truth. Yeah, but what a disgusting human being, though, right? You are just out here like, I pay for the abortion. <laughs> if you don't want the abortion, it's on you, bitch. The thing is, like, when a woman in the world? when a woman decides to have an abortion, does a man have a say so? Not at all. So this man is voicing his opinion, saying, listen, I, yeah, I got you pregnant, but I don't want this baby. Both of us, it took two to tangle. Y'all knew I didn't want any kids when I got you pregnant or when I, when we had sex. Who's really responsible? But here's the thing. If you don't want kids, get a vasectomy, nigga. Mm-hmm. You can still be out here fucking doing all the nasty shit that you're doing, and you don't have to create babies. And you say you take accountability, but where do you really take accountability? Just because you're acknowledged that you ain't, are you acknowledging that you just ain't shit? Because you ain't say that. I ain't hear you say, I just ain't I ain't shit nigga. Right. You should have said that verbally, and that would be accountability. Right. He did take the time to say how the women that he did get pregnant are thoughts. I'm confused as how right. he's not a thought. I don't know. He think he better than him. <laughs> <laughs> but you accountable nigga. You the worst of the worst. The thing is, is that is he better than them? Because women, there's still going to be a woman, a decent woman probably, that'll let him bust it wide open. At what point do we take accountability? This is what I mean when I say you can't blame women for a lot of shit. You can because we set the standard. We mm-hmm. set the standards so that we don't recognize that we are God here on earth. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep reducing ourselves to man. And we just better than them. We just better than men. It's just what it is, what it is. And they know that too, that we're better than them. That's why they put us on a pedestal. I don't think they know. Well, that's because we have lost the knowing. <laughs> we have lost it. We, a lot of us collectively have forgotten that we are that. We him. I mean, just just <laughs> off the strength of us keeping civilization going. Right. You know, means that we are the supreme being. But uh, 
yeah, we do need to take better accountability for our bodies with these men and stop letting a nigga just come in. That's why. Yeah, we responsible for our tampons and condoms, child, because they ain't buying nothing. A man, he going to see what you going to allow first. And they'll try to sneak that little... <laughs> that thing in you right quick and you gotta i know i say this often but i'm <laughs> i'm gonna say it again skin make really good condoms it's called skin condoms they 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 gonna be the closest thing to skin to naked dick yeah so get you a box bitch it's seven seven dollars and right. 96 cent bitch <laughs> Save you a whole lot of heartache and headache. It's the the best ones is like the black box with like that orange gold looking color on them. Yeah, those are the best oh. ones. <laughs> this bitch has <laughs> tried them all and she has rated them. And to make it make it feel even more real, get you a body that damn skin KY jelly. Let's be clear, okay? <laughs> 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 and it's lit. We need to try to get an ad for their ass, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of dealing with a man and being a woman and being accountable, Carisha over the weekend said, I don't want to get married because I feel like men are not faithful. And if I get married, that means I'm giving my life away to you. So that means, like, <laughs> I want to be with you for the rest of my life. <laughs> that was my invitation to her. <laughs> You gotta see with your nose closed. I mean, like, I wanna get. That's how she be sounding. (laughs) (laughs) And then she doubled down on it the next day uh, by tweeting that she wouldn't be sharing her next boyfriend. However, she also tweeted that she just wanted her man after a long weekend. So it would appear that things are still fine between her and Diddy. But I mean, I mean, I guess try if you want to try the polygamy thing. At least get it out the way early, so you know before you well into your thirties whether you want to be the only one. Or the main or the or the side or whatever it is. So she still doesn't want to be married, but she would like a faithful man is what she's saying? What is um, she saying? <laughs> she is saying that men are not faithful mm-hmm. and that she don't want to be married because if she give her life to a nigga like mm-hmm. that, she need him to be faithful. I'm just trying to understand why men, both men and women, some of them, not all, don't realize that having a child with someone is the bigger commitment. Like, getting married is not, like, the bigger commitment. Having to be responsible for another human being for the rest of your life and having to either co-parent or deal with somebody because this is this person's father or mother for the rest of your life is the bigger commitment. You might as well get married because you can get divorced. You can't divorce them. I mean, technically, you can divorce them fucking sharing. But, you know, are you going to? Right. That's a bigger responsibility. So now here you are, two kids in, two kids, da- two dads. I think the oldest child, father, passed away. So, I mean, of default, to him. yeah, of default, you know, if she didn't have any other kids, she'd still be a single parent anyway. But I think the real uh, thing we need to discuss is just making better choices and better partner selection. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first time you had the baby, that's cool, whatever. Your, the second kid should be your husband, honestly. Girl, it don't always work like that, though. It doesn't always work like that. And I don't think any woman goes into a situation just signing up to be a baby mama. That's not what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. But we know life is just easier when everybody in the same fucking household. That's all. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't understand how men, like, this guy with the seven kids, like, how do you expect to ever get ahead in life? You've now essentially let your dick make a slave out of you. Like, how do you expect to get a million dollars? He said, he said that dick ain't slaving him, them kids. He said, fuck them kids. <laughs> Man, no. <laughs> but can, is, these that, is, is that against the law? Shouldn't he be in jail or something like that? For not paying child support, at least. He needs to sign yeah. over his parental rights. 
Just do that. Right. You know, who's stopping you from signing over your parental rights? But see, the women still want to have ties to these men. Just get a vasectomy, my nigga. Like, for real. You right. don't even have to ski off kids. <laughs> Girl, my home go- homeboy, Look. he actually got his shit reversed. But he got a vasectomy after him and his wife had three kids. The vasectomy cost him $50, you know, insurance, paying his deductible. $50. Guess how much it costs to get it reversed so they can have another child? How much? $8,000 to have it reversed. And they did have another yeah, baby recently. Well, shit. You mean it, it's a firm decision to cut your uh, cut a lime off your nutsack? <laughs> <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> I think it's better than making a woman be on birth control for the rest of her life or getting her tubes tied because we know women start going into menopause after you start messing with your reproductive system. You know, right? And then you get older. It's just so much easier for them to get a vasectomy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it could be reversed. You know, right. So, I don't know. Uh, Carisha, child, just make your, your next one your best one. That's all I can say. And maybe even... I really feel like it should be, like, a thing where they just... You know how, like, uh, girls get their periods at a certain time? I feel like boys should just go ahead and start with vasectomies. No. That's terrible. And then and then get <laughs> and then get it reversed when they're ready to be dead. <laughs> that shit would change everything. They did come out with a birth control, though. Recently. Like For a, me? Yes. Male birth control. I don't know. I don't, what is it? I don't know what the, the name of it is, but I saw a headline that said they did have like a male birth control pill now. So maybe men Ooh. can do that. But, you know, they're not. They're, These niggas wouldn't remember to take their shit. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, God yeah, damn, my I pill. forgot to take. Right. I know this bitch going to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, imagine how many of y'all here not taking their vowel tracks on time. What's that? Herpes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'm thinking about Valium. <laughs> I'm like, that guy ain't tired. Ready to get high. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> we have a super funny nigga on We Talk Back this week, y'all. Yeah, y'all. We got Nav on. This nigga so funny. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back after we pay these bills. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God, 
my friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught, a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. Oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. 
employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all, we back. And y'all know we like a key, key, key. Oh, we talk back. So we got a funny nigga today. He's a he's a good, he's a comedian, well, actor, and uh, currently studying theology. Right? Yeah. Dav Green. Yeah. Oh, we talk back. Thank you for joining us. I've been introduced you. a few times, but and you I go think, to cosmetology school, yeah, I right? think that's the best one. He a funny nigga. Like, okay. like, what about him a black I wolf king? You, you okay? yeah. All right, king. Thank you. Going I'm a funny forward. king. Funny king. We got uh, now. Green King. Yeah, What's up, man? <laughs> Thank I'm you happy for joining us. Yeah. What's up? So, you're a comedian, right? That's your main job, right? Some may say. Some may say. How did you ask. get into that? Uh, I think it was like just growing up, I always wanted to, you know, I liked entertaining the class and entertaining the school. Class clown? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it that. That's what, you know, teachers call it that type of shit. Uh, they put a clown on it. Did you claim change classes or you was in the same class all day? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, the AP classes I was taking up. Oh, right. um, okay. Okay. The AP stands for advanced placement. Mm -hmm. The classes I was uh, doing, <laughs> we actually changed schools from time to time. Okay. We, we would go to, to the colleges and take up some of the courses as well. So by the time I graduated from high school, shit, I think I already had 14 college credits. Okay. Yep. So did you go to college after that? Yeah, and I dropped out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I ended my college career with 15 credits. <laughs> I'm just talking. <laughs> All right, so uh, you toured 85 South, right? Yeah, when they let me. Right, how did that come about? Oh, uh, man, it really was um, like being around, you know, Lowe's, Fly, uh, Clay. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Chico, like, you know, all of us was in the, you know, around the same same parts, in the same stages and stuff like that. So once they took off, I honestly thought they forgot about me. Mm. Uh, Tell us about it. Oh, oh shit. It's yeah, getting real. I, I thought they had forgot about me. Then uh, they sent me a text. They said, uh, bro, what you doing this weekend? I said, nothing. They were like, we want you to come on the road. And that shit changed my life. God is good. He great. At least Amen. 85 South is good. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Man, God is good. 85 South is good. But Carlos, that nigga was great to me. <laughs> I don't even think God wanted him to help me, but he, he, he helped me. Now, nah, all just side, man, it's like, it's so much to the point, it's like, it's like a big family. Mm -hmm. Like, far as not, not even just like the people that you see on camera, the people behind the camera, then they bring other people in. It's like, everybody get along. There don't be no egos, no type of shit like that. So it'd be like, it'd be cool. So that'd be like the right place for people. That's good when you have a team. Now, yeah. let me ask you this, doing stand-up, have you ever, I feel like all comedians have that moment where nobody laughs at their shit. You ever had a cricket moment where everybody looking at you on stage like, what is this nigga even talking about? I think <laughs> early when I first started, uh, my first, my first uh, few months of comedy, I was 
I think I was exceeding expectations. Mm -hmm. I think I was looking at coming. It was way easier than it, you know what I'm saying, was supposed to be. So when people would try to give me advice, I wouldn't listen like, yeah, that shit probably happened to y'all, not me. So it was one time I had did this uh, this spot. It was an older crowd. Mm -hmm. So uh, the promoter, he was like, yeah, hey, be careful. Don't go up there with all the, you know, the cussing, like, you know, like, it's an older crowd. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of my face. Man, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> man, I went up there, and I think it was so bad to the point I was hearing forks, scrape plates. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how I know it's quiet as fuck. Like, <laughs> I, could I could tell what the, what the nigga was cutting with his fork. I was like, that nigga just, that said, that steak soft as a motherfucker. <laughs> he didn't use a butter knife. He just cut his steak with a fork. But now, nah, after that, I needed that though. I was like, all right, it's a lot you gotta learn with it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, you gotta take this stand-up comedy serious. Like if you're gonna do it, and that's not even with comedy, that's with anything, like podcasting, mm -hmm. like, you know, interviewing, all that type of stuff. It's stuff that we always can learn if we like apply ourselves. But if we don't, you're gonna stay stagnant and you're not gonna be ready for another level to reach if you don't be ready for that type of stuff. Yeah. You one of those comedians that feel some type of way about the 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 Instagram comedians? Hell no. You be doing that Shit, too? I get money Were you with able anybody. to transition easily? Hey, I get money with anybody. <laughs> I don't give a damn what they doing, long as it don't stop what I'm doing. But it's like a lot of people don't realize it's, it's so much money out here, but you know what it only happens on? Like on the black side. Mm. Man, mm -hmm. they don't be complaining. Do you hear uh, Shit, Adam Sandler complaining about them white TikTok star? Hell no, he don't give a damn. Not saying I'm Adam Sandler, but I'm saying, mm -hmm. like, it's just be like them conversations that never happens. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it shouldn't happen on our side. There's so much money everywhere. And Instagram, doing coming on Instagram, that shit hard too. Yeah. Coming up with creative skits and keep feeding that content. That beast, and you seeing them comments right there at, at the comedy club, you might not make everybody laugh, mm -hmm. but you might not hear them four people to say, ah, oh, that nigga went shit. But if you put that Instagram video, they'll leave that shit on your page, man. This video ain't shit. You right. see? <laughs> so, everybody so, see so, it. Nigga, you can read. <laughs> so that shit worked both ways. Now, have you ever had someone take a joke too seriously and want beef with you after the show? Like, I saw DC had the two-piece of nigga before because of something he said. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, nah, not necessarily. I, like, me, I, I try to, like, I, I try to refrain from, like, you know, saying anything that might upset people. I, I try not to even talk about people in the crowd. I, I do a lot of clean church jokes. Like, that's my type of style. I do that type of comedy. Church jokes? Yeah. Tell me one. I want to hear a church joke. Oh, uh, it's a lot of shit I say. I don't, I can't just, you know, <laughs> dial in on one joke. I'm just like, a lot of people don't do clean comedy. Mm -hmm. And that's the only comedy I choose to do. Okay. No profanity. <laughs> Yeah, no sexualized joke. I, I just don't like that type of shit. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to do that fuck shit comedy. I like, I like to just be clean, you know? Okay, yeah, I like that. I, I everybody can enjoy my jokes from 3 to 89. You right. know what I'm saying? So if I curse in my jokes, everybody can't come to my motherfucking show. Right. So, that's so I get I like. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm a clean comedy. Somebody asked me yesterday, have you ever said anything you regret saying like any jokes you regret doing? Mm, probably. I don't know. 
<laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every day I'm a like, new person. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I don't know. No regrets? Yeah, not right off the Fuck top. them people. Yeah. Yeah. That's how so, I be you see, y'all making me think, nah, this shit gonna happen where I regret some. But nah, right now in this state, I really don't. I think it's like sometimes, you know, when we're on stage, we might go too far. Mm-hmm. Well, we could have stopped like, nah, that's a little bit too far. But shit, nah. It is what it is. As long is. as the people laughing, I don't think you ever really going too far. I try not on some real, on a serious tip though, like how we talk, you know how we might say, you know, call like, um, sometimes people like think just because you say the word bitch that you're talking about a female. Or should I say a woman? Because now you can't even say female. You can. No, man, they... I had called. There's some women who don't like bruh, that. And I didn't know that. That's a lot of stuff I'm learning. Because a female, like a woman, is a yeah. female human. And they said, female could be a dog. Right. They said, Cat. oh my God. I can't believe he just called that. I'm like, what the fuck I say? I didn't know that. You taught female, me something you new. You cannot say that. These motherfuckers touchy. They so got, you got to say female woman or just don't say no, female? No, you got to say woman. Okay, I or heard, female. like, you know, people have problems with that now, too. Yeah, they got problems with that. Yeah, because nobody says these males be on some shit. Like, nobody says that, but they be like, a, these females ain't shit. They saying it could be a female anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, like, they want to generalize That's it. That's fair. So, on that type of stuff, you got to be careful when you're saying that type of stuff. But, of course, when I said what I was getting at, like, if I use the word bitch, I'm not necessarily talking about a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch might just be a, a a terminology of a person. Yeah. Man, I'm going, this bitch cut me off. I ain't necessarily talking about no woman. Was it a woman, though? No, it was a bitch-ass nigga who cut me <laughs> off. I just, I just was summarizing my sentence. So I just called You know, one thing I wish that would change, like, people would be like, uh, stop saying... Um, Oh, you acting like a bitch. Oh, you acting pussy. Because pussy is real fucking strong. Okay? So a lot of things we be saying is like, like is related to women. It's actually, actually some masculine shit. Like men are catty too. Men argue. Men start shit. Men be hating. Right. Yeah. So how is that all? And it's okay for a man to, like to be emotional and be vulnerable. If y'all emotional with each other, y'all be like, man, you acting like a little bitch right now. Oh, I see what you're saying. Really, yeah. you acting like a man right now. Right. It it depends on the words you use after that. The adjectives. Yeah. Adjectives so matter. So adjectives and adverbs. That's what right. Matters. Okay, that's fair. so if you be like bad bitch. Yeah, if you acting like a bitch, <laughs> what, now describe what kind of bitch you acting like. But if you say a bitch ass nigga, mm-hmm. or a stupid that's bitch. That's right words. Yeah, like that. That takes that takes a different person. What about a little bitch? Um, uh, hmm. That could be a short bitch. Little yeah, bitty bitch. Not, yeah, that, <laughs> that could be a, a bitch on the four feet or something like that. Yeah. Cause you can't use that other word. So now, like, right. is that better saying that? So right. How tall are you? Well, it depends. Uh, <laughs> on a good day, I'd be like five eleven. On a on a regular day, like when I got on my shoes, I'm about six two. Period. Okay. 6'10", shit, fuck it. <laughs> now, do you have an experience on tour with 85 South where shit got real wild? Like, share that with our Shit, um, I think we was in Minnesota or was it? Or Milwaukee. Uh, I wasn't on stage, though. Uh, you gotta be careful in the Midwest. Yeah, it was, it was Moneybag. He was on stage, mm-hmm. and this girl, she got up there, uh, 
and she would dance and had a lifted dress up and all that. Like, it just was so crazy. We thought she was going up there. I think it was right after the Dave Chappelle shit when mm-hmm. that shit happened out there. So, but the thing about it, uh, me and Moneybag, we opened up the show. Now, 85 South, uh, they toured with like 10 security guards all over, big, swole type motherfucker. This is real niggas. Man, I'm talking about they they kill Like, they have security <laughs> to protect them. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with the security, they are Chico, DC, and Carlos security. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas and money, like y'all Yeah, me and Moneybag <laughs> found that shit out the hard way. When that motherfucker ran on stage, them look around, I said, hey, security, security. They look up, shit, nigga, go help him. <laughs> so, so, nigga. <laughs> That's when I realized then, I said, hey, man, we got to get us some motherfucking money because we need to have us one. At least one nigga. That's the one that we got. At least one nigga. Even if we got to goddamn just throw a nigga a little something after the show. <laughs> just bend your hand right there and look to him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Read it. All right, tell us who's your Mount Rushmore comedy. Like, the four people that you look up to most and admire most. Now, and see, why? Now, see, with my list, it's not going to be like the, you know, all, everybody always like Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's easy to say mm-hmm. because, you know what I'm saying, you don't heard everybody else to say it. But me, personally, <clears throat> two of my favorite comedians, like, I do shows with, and that's uh, Carlos Miller. And Carlos Kelly. Miller is one of my favorite Man, comedians. that nigga's a beast. Kelly K and Kelly K. Duh, them two, my okay. favorite comedians. Uh, Clayton English, he on my Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. company, and uh, Dave Chappelle. Okay, that's a good mouth. And, and the reason why is like a lot of people, it's easy. I would say like Kevin Hart and all those type of people that we see, like. But you know what I'm saying? When you see somebody like we didn't see Kevin Hart, I see Kevin Hart. He already was successful. Like I don't seen. Carlos and Clayton and, and K-Dub in those rooms where... Getting it out the money. Man, motherfuckers don't make it out that room if you ain't funny. And mm-hmm. I seen them on big stages as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I can see this the type of route, type of shit. Even though them other comedians do it, but I didn't see it. Right. I just see you niggas now. So it's like, shit. Right. Yeah, the first time I saw... Um, like, Carlos Miller would probably be at the top of my list, too. Mm-hmm. He was opening for Mike Epps, and I think it was way funnier than Mike Epps. Hey, man, you said it. <laughs> Mike Epps is really funny, too, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nigga be telling the same jokes. Let's be <laughs> Don't clear. Don't do Mike Epps. <laughs> Don't you say nothing wrong. I just said you said it. They Don't be cheating in comedy, dog. They, be, they have the same fucking, like, skits, the same jokes. Well, I mean, jokes. they go on tour, they say some yeah, of the same things. That's what Yeah, but you can't yeah. make a, a TV... Um, um, yeah, comedy show yeah. and then also doing that around the country. What is the new content? Sometimes they are. That's what they do around the country. But sometimes people come to hear that joke, particular yeah. joke. They get mad. Hey man, you ain't do the goddamn thirty-five But now, like a lot of times, you'll see sometimes when people get on them shows, and that's where you'll see where you stand in comedy as well. And I think that helps when we get on those type of shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, outside of your Mount Rushmore, who would you most like to work with in your career? Probably Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I want to work with him. We just met Dave. 
Damn, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. He was in Charleston. In Charleston. The, the tour ended. His, the, uh, yeah, his comedy tour with yeah. Chris Rock. And y'all just pulled up on him? Yeah, we pulled up backstage. Oh, man. Yeah. Newport is going crazy, though. Oh, yeah, that nigga, he a chain smoker. Yeah. I mean, I see him when I see him on stage when he performing. That nigga smoked six cigarettes. He even finished one joke. Right. I say, God, damn. <laughs> It's a motherfucking cigarette commercial. <laughs> that nigga ain't even introduced himself. So that nigga only getting a big check for them cigarettes. That's how I know they were real because he smoke them like a real nigga. Right. Like, he ain't no no. He, you could tell he don't really hang. He hang around white people, but he still smoke like a nigga. Yeah. How niggas smoke? Show us. <laughs> hit that motherfucking cigarette. All right, uh, tell us how you balance life. All right, so as a comedian, you have to travel a lot. How do you balance family life? Because I heard you say earlier you have a little girl, 12 years old. How do you balance fa- family life with your career? Man, it's easy shit. They got mamas. Uh, <laughs> See, that ain't fair. <laughs> so shit. No, nah, but honestly, like, uh, when I can, I always, I always spend time with my daughter, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? On some real, like, because, you know, that money... Yeah, that'd that be good because the mamas want that. But them kids, they be needing that time. Why you say the mamas want that? Like, shit, they, they do want to fuck where you going and what you got to do. You better send that goddamn money. Yeah, but the kid needs the money as well. Right. Yeah, but the kid don't know how much money they need. The mama know exactly how much money you supposed to send. All of it. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> send all the money, nigga. But now, um... But I think that helps too as well, like me being around my kids and being around my family. Mm-hmm. That give me things to talk about. Like mm-hmm. I'm still having life issues. Right. So it ain't like I'm so far away where like, shit, nigga, I still know what's going on. I still know what they doing in schools and shit. Mm-hmm. Kids be putting on that stupid ass music when they get in the car. I know, the, I know all the new rappers. I know what not to listen to. How many kids you got? Uh, two. Girls, both girls? Both girls. You a hoe. No, I, no, I just had to. <laughs> and the reason why I say that, because I don't want nobody watching like, nigga, the test finna come back. I don't want nobody. <laughs> oh, you got a maybe out there? You no, got a maybe, baby? Hell. <laughs> Men like who that. have them daughters? Yeah. If a woman ain't never made you cry, boy, one of, them, one of them daughters gonna make your ass cry. Man, they already know what made me cry. <laughs> nah, but it, I think... Having a girl, like, it opened up a different side of you anyway. Like, at first, don't get me wrong, I wanted boys. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad, man, because I had to realize boys don't give a fuck about their dad. <laughs> not the same way girls do. Yeah, not how them girls mm-hmm. do, because I realized, like, I think when I turned four, like, I was off my dad, like, nigga, get the fuck on, man. Four? Not four. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, my mama, I'm always, was, you know, like, but them girls and their daddies, Right, they love me. I definitely love my daddy. He can't yeah, do no too. wrong. Me too. And I that nigga ain't shit, but he cannot do yeah, no wrong. That's why I need. <laughs> that's why I don't want a boy. <laughs> my son, that nigga hate the shit out of me. <laughs> nigga, my dad ain't shit. He ain't funny at all. Yeah, that but my daughter's watching shit. <laughs> man, my little girl, <laughs> man, what's so crazy? We was on. Uh, I was doing something on YouTube because I had to pull it up. You couldn't tell her I went on TV. She's like, dad on TV, dad on Period. TV. Period. Her mom was trying to explain. Well, I said, I don't do that hating ass shit. Let her, let her, let her, let her, let her, let her do it. It's 
was on the TV. She right, technically. Right. <laughs> yeah, my dad was on TV yesterday. Right. Period. What show you was on? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we want to play a game with you called Would You Rather, oh, right? I thought y'all were going to talk about some other shit. I was like, cut the camera off there. I'll play a game with me now. <laughs> just so we, us and our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. All right, bet. All right, so it's just going to be this or that. You pick which one you would prefer and then tell us why. Okay. okay? So the first one is a vacation or a staycation. All right. Not that I'm slow. What's the difference? So a vacation is somewhere away. A staycation is like somewhere close by, like home, like going to like a hotel and having a staycation solo. Hotel hey, vacation, man, that sounds like some weirdo ass shit. Or no, it's, it's like healing for you. Sometimes you just need man, to be away from everything. You get you a bigger apartment or bigger house. <laughs> And going to the other damn room, wasting all that money, talking about a staycation. Some people don't know the city they're in. You know what I'm saying? Man, Visitors know that. your city better than you do. Fuck right. that. <laughs> vacation me. And why? He's trying because to fuck I want, balconies. Yeah, I want to see the, see the world. Right. Let's see. Uh, are you a nighttime person or daytime? I'm a nighttime person. What time you be getting up? Getting up. Uh, no, I might get up around 10, 9, 11. It all depends. But nighttime, like, I like to just stay up at night. But I ain't going to lie what we feel and realize. The morning be lit. Mm-hmm. You wake up early, that shit. So sometimes I wake up just to put on Twitter, uh, rise and grind, and I go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up about 300 folks and I retweeted that shit. I was like, oh, them folks up and at it. <laughs> Let me start my day. Hit me about 12. 
Go play my numbers. <laughs> so rich and famous or rich and unknown? Damn. Now that's hard. And the only reason I'm going to say hard, because like at times, shit, you can't go wrong. I thought you were going to say broken some. Shit, rich, that's the key. <laughs> right. I would go with rich and famous. Why? Really? And the reason why I say that, because like rich and unknown, like I think in the field that we in, like you don't want to be rich and unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just imagine if you grew up in like an affluent family. Just money, like you still, you you still, still want to do comedy. If you like always grew up with a whole lot of money, would you still want to make people laugh? I wouldn't have shit to talk about. How? Nigga, if you want to go explore yeah. every ocean in the damn world for the next three months, you can do that. That's freedom. If I grew up rich, I want to face some of the shit I knew about and been around some of the people I grew up around. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Okay. So like yeah. me growing up in the neighborhoods I grew up around, we had to be funny. I'm seeing people that was funny. If you grow up rich, ain't shit to laugh about but the poor people that you have to. <laughs> You saw, you saw that poor motherfucker come to school today? Like, I would talk different. I'd be so fluent. I'd be wearing pants to my ankles like my other homeboys who grew up, you know what I'm saying? I got a homeboy right now, got a suit, and his goddamn pant leg come up. Nigga, pull your shoes up. So, like, when you get, when you grow up rich, you dress different. Like, them niggas, they gotta wear suits and shit all the time. Hell no. You don't like suits? Not all the time. I got a homeboy, he wore a suit to the basketball court. Like, he, that's just how he dressed. <laughs> nigga, to play? His name Thad. Thad. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, slide. Thad slide is. Thad is, yeah. Thad is. That's a Richard sounding name, okay? Thaddeus sounds kind of wealthy to me. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, be embarrassed or be afraid? Embarrassed, man. You just gotta do it, right? Yeah, because being embarrassed, that's you could get over that. But being afraid, motherfucker, you gonna remember who was a scary motherfucker. Man, that motherfucker was so scared the other day. <laughs> they, they talk about it so different. But embarrassed, like... Man, that nigga might not come around. And then when you show up, like, oh, you done got over that little shit, huh? You pissed it's on yourself. It's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> you pissed on yourself the other day, nigga. I know you're embarrassed. <laughs> Man, I was drunk. <laughs> cool. It's only drunk. But if you was goddamn scared, they gonna remember that shit three months down when you get drunk. And they be like, Man, let me tell you about this scary motherfucker. <laughs> 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 but yeah, dude, I'd rather be embarrassed because after that first time, you get over that shit. Liquor or weed? Liquor. Easy. Easy. Yeah. You don't smoke? No, nah, I don't really smoke like that. No shrooms? <laughs> Who done told you so? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't. You riding the rainbow? I done tried, uh, tried a shroom, shroom or two before. But see, I don't really know how to do drugs, so I ain't take it, right? How'd you take it? I just bit that motherfucker. Like, nah, I don't eat shrooms. You can eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because they that, do like the candy bars. I put mine in tea, though. I didn't. I didn't take the right amount of quantity. Mm. I just bit that motherfucker like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> and you had no experience. Yeah, so motherfucker like, no, you got to take, no, bitch, I ain't taking that much of nothing. You got to you gotta weigh it just like yeah, the weed, man. Like, you got to no, measure it. I just be feel like 3.5. something happened to me and motherfucker just start recording now. Now you embarrassed. I'm online naked. <laughs> Singing Taylor Swift or something. <laughs> <laughs> Making my way downtown. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, you know what my song is? What's that? I don't even, hold on, I'm tripping. 
Party in the USA? Who saying that? Hillary Duff. My, oh yeah, that's my shit. That's who I sing it. Party in the USA. And a Jay Z song, come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Jay Z song, come on. That's my shit too. <laughs> Bros or hoes? Hoes. <laughs> I thought niggas said bros before hoes. Yeah, man. No, you see them niggas ain't been doing shit. You ain't got no shit. MOB tattoo? Man, hell no. Them niggas ain't been doing shit since they came up with that shit, bros before hoes. Fuck <laughs> that. Give me them hoes. <laughs> I'll get a new bro. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> bros ain't shit. <laughs> if they bros, they'll still be bros after the hoes. <laughs> Damn, bro, I was calling you all day. Where you at? With the hoes, nigga. <laughs> Why you ain't hit me, nigga? The old came first. <laughs> now I can come take you where you at. But no, nah, man, I'm some real shit. It all depends, though. I ain't gonna necessarily like say, you know what I'm saying? Certain situations is different. But I think everything a man does in life is for the hoes. If it's not, I'm not, not calling your mama a hoe. Yeah, but okay. no, I, just women. Women. Period. Yeah, I, and that makes total sense. Like the way a nigga dress, the the car a nigga want. Like you don't. I don't do know. That. Some of these niggas do be trying to attract niggas. Forgot about them that. Hellcats. That's for niggas. That's not for women. No, no. Certain women like to hear that motherfucking engine. You right. Some military wives. Do, but I feel like it's <laughs> you said <the> military wives. <laughs> military <laughs> hoes. No. <laughs> hey, it, but it's certain shit. Like you know what I'm saying. To get acknowledgement from a nigga, like it depends on what a. Hey, I don't know. I don't care what a nigga think. Now, woman. Like you don't, if a woman be like, "Why you got that car? What, what what's wrong with it?" But if a nigga be like, "Why you got that car, man? These hoes love this type of shit." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like anything, Period. you can say something about a woman to justify anything. Why you doing like, nigga, them ugly ass shoes, but these hoes love these shoes. Man. <laughs> shit, this whole ball in the Yeah, right. so it's like I got that my nigga. His, uh, he, he would have his barber giving him like a little chin strap looking mm-hmm. beard, like. Why Mine. Right. My man, you my might man. See if he got them brunch boots on and shit like that, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not brunch boots. He got the little brim hat, all that type of shit. Oh, yeah, he married. He's Some niggas dress like that on their own. Somebody told him that was fly. <laughs> Sight or sound? Like, would you prefer to have, if you had to choose between which one, which one would you keep? My sight. I want to see. I don't want to hear half that fuck shit they be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Sight, I can still read lips and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes can get something out of it. But if you lose your goddamn sight and you just got to hear, because sometimes a motherfucker sounds so good and they be looking ugly as a motherfucker. Fat <laughs> <laughs> <That> niggas. <laughs> shit, you talking about fat niggas? I was thinking fat girl. <laughs> don't fat niggas, we not going to do no I'm a fat nigga, so I'm like, shit, you Nah, you plus You kind of like, just a hey, call me fat. You don't just a me, little fluffy. No, don't, hey, don't call me that nigga. Call me fat. Don't call me no fucking plus size. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, well, y'all, y'all using the wrong adjective right there. She's she like, husky. Yeah. What about that? I'll tell you, husky. You, you shop in the husky section? Uh, I went through different phases of my life where I got chubby, then I dropped weight, then I got back chubby. But when I was 89 years old, I was husky. I used to get all my bugle boy pants and husky. You had to get like the shit taped at the bottom. Yeah, him. No, him. Yeah. Plastic on the way. 18 huskies. I went 18 huskies. <laughs> I think I was six deep. <laughs> money or love? Shit, money. You can buy some love. You cannot buy you love. The fuck you can. That's not real. I love you in this money. Bitches be loving. <laughs> bitches be loving rich niggas all the time, and they be ugly. Okay, but not just for money. You, you, that's man. You would want someone who just love you for your money. The money will get you in the door. Then she would find, fall in love. Like, oh, this ugly nigga got a little personality. But if you ain't got no money, that bitch will never see that shit. She'll never know how good of a person you are. Oh, this nigga a philanthropist. This nigga love kids. But he had to have that money for her to even know any of that shit. See, that's why, that's exactly why I feel like men should only have access to the women they uh, could acquire before the money. Right. That's the bitch you deserve. Because, see, money come with women. That's a good, that's a you, good take. You away. add water for instant swag. But why would a nigga work so hard to get a bitch he could have got broke? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, nigga, I could have been a regular nigga. Bitch, I don't work too hard to be fucking with you. I'm going to be a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly look, what, men are way more shallow than women. Yeah. Oh, facts. Yeah. Because <laughs> you ain't about to catch no like super fine ass nigga with a regular looking woman. But you always see a super fine ass woman with an ugly nigga with the check. It all depends. But man, if you goddamn go to the club, you don't have fun drinking and shit like that in VIP section, and it ain't yours. You could, you could trigger fine bitch, get her pregnant, now she... What? Oh, trigger man. fine bitch, get her pregnant. Damn, man, my baby daddy, I got the wrong one. <laughs> this one ain't shit. It was at home, boy, with the Can I get an exchange? <laughs> one in this section. Yeah. See? That's why it's important to wait, ladies. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you got to see all the niggas first. Right. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Ho. Um... Would you want to change the future? Excuse me. Would you want to see the future or change the past? That's a good question. I would want to. I would want to change the past. Cause what if I see the future and see some fucked up shit about to happen? Like, damn. Well, you should have the opportunity to change it, right? Oh, I can change it. No, yeah. not not if the you, future. If, if yeah, you, you can see it? the future, what you do right now, oh, yeah. this is why you should. It depends on what it is. So if yeah. I see the future, I can stop some shit. Right. If you can see okay, it, why I don't not? want to see the future because I can't. The shit that happened in the past, like it probably made and shaped the way it should be. Okay. If I can see the future and stop some dramatic and traumatic things from happening, let me stop it. What about going back and changing slavery and shit? Nah, that shit, that shit made us, I ain't gonna say, like, we needed that type of shit, but it's like, it showed how, how strong black people were, like, mm -hmm. no matter what you threw at us, you couldn't stop a whole, like, them folks really thought they could kill us off with They still like trying. That. Right. Shit, we're just chilling. It's like any, anything that's strong at us, for the niggas trying to fuck us up still. Like, we overcome mm -hmm. it. So it's something like that, like, Resilient. Simple, if it was the, other way around, well, that shit, it wouldn't be number of black people in this country. 
So they couldn't take some of the shit we, we endured. Nah, endured. for real. Because right now, like with the economy and shit, those yeah. uh, man, suicides going up. It, and, and, and like, just not We used that, to be living man. fucked up. <laughs> Black people, like, we, we make fun of any damn thing. Like, we find joy out of anything. Like, we, like, Negro spirituals, them even coming up with Negro spirituals and shit like that. Man, white people have been so bored in them damn cotton fields. <laughs> they could have made a song to get them through the motherfucking aisles and day, man. The motherfucker be out there. <sighs> Black people make fun out of anything. Yeah. Um, poor and happy or rich and miserable? Poor and happy, because I done did that before. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, oh, hold up. When you describe miserable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me see. Well, I'm like, I'm like, miserable is like... I'm where... like to handle some of that miserable shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think poor and happy is the best answer, because you can have all the money and still just Man, be like... a lot of people be having money, and they still don't... They still not happy. Because right. they lame. Not, not they just that character. Family. They be, they be, a lot of people be fighting demons. Man. Right. They mm-hmm. not happy with they self. They not, you know what I'm saying? They just at a point in place where it's like, it's no matter the amount of a check, they'll never be happy. And they'll never find joy in it because they looking for the wrong thing. Right. I'm with that. Damn, I be sounding so deep and intellectual. You said you was a genius, right? Yeah, yeah, that's an AP shit coming out of you me. You ever had your, uh, your IQ tested? Yeah, but I can't talk about it. Boy, get. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, real talk, because they want, after that, they wanted to send me to the White House and to start working with the aisle. Like, nah, I don't want to work in that type no. of thing. No, okay. Was like, your shit too high to be an entertainer. Facts. Like, you got the top three score in the, the like, history of the IQ. Humanity. Test. All right, so you want the painful truth or a comforting lie? Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> Give me the painful truth. I feel like men like to get lied to. Yeah, we do. That's why I said give me the pain. I say never tell niggas the truth. Never. You never? Nah. It depends. It depends on what it is, but like body count, dumb shit like that. See, I don't ask no stupid shit like that. I don't want to know your body count. I had a nigga compiling a list in his cell phone of my supposed bodies. Oh, man, that's oh, crazy. Man. That's that was insane. Oh, you weak ass nigga. I don't even know who you <laughs> Say it again, man. nigga. Oh, man, <laughs> what that lame and fuck? And nigga, you like, still everybody here like yeah. And you, you, you still ate the pussy, right? Yeah, it don't matter. Like, that one nigga be tripping, man. You still man. gonna eat this whole ass pussy? I'm right, confused. So, man, <laughs> the thing about me, I don't want to know your bodies, and the only reason I don't want to know your bodies and how many men you been with because it don't matter. I'm still gonna be trying to be the freakiest nigga you ever came across. Right. I'm gonna eat that pussy. Period. <laughs> intense pain for ten minutes or dull pain for a whole day. Oh, intense intense pain for ten minutes. That's something like getting a tattoo for a little bit or something like. Intense pain though, like, not what, a tattoo. What you, what you I mean, like the most baby, nigga, like the most excruciating intense pain, pain that you ever experienced for ten minutes. For ten minutes. Or a dull pain for the whole day. That's six hundred seconds. <laughs> 6,000 milliseconds. I could deal with that. A whole day? Like ongoing pain? Yeah. No. I can't even count that quick, so I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. Right. <laughs> 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 it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So it's you going with the ten minutes. I'm going with the ten minutes. They yeah, say them kidney stones feel like, like if a man wants to experience like how a woman feels like having a baby, kidney stones coming out your dick. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's the same pain. But you didn't describe intense. You think having a baby is intense pain? Yes. yes. Okay. Niggas could never. No, yeah. no, no, no. I was just trying. Shit, to... I don't even. I don't have no kids. I don't even know if I, I can. I was just trying to right. try. The fuck? I'm not. <laughs> let me let me explain. I wasn't saying that's not intense pain. I just was trying to be on the question that mm-hmm. is that the intense pain that you was implying? Yes. Like having a baby type of intense yes. pain. Yes, I could do that for ten minutes. Really? Over having a whole day of pain? Just dull pain. Would you consider dull? See, the question is, it got <laughs> back gout. You got your foot, nigga, dull. <laughs> Oh, something like that? Yeah. Oh, shit. Give me some dull pain all day. <laughs> okay, sleeping with the door open or closed? Door open. Laying on your stomach? Hell no. <laughs> Crazy. So you don't hey, lay on your stomach? Any nigga who lay on his stomach, man. <laughs> they different? What's wrong with sleeping on your stomach? For a grown man? With the one knee up. <laughs> Most niggas sleep like that. Shit. Well, nigga, I get that's a Charleston thing. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all hear that shit? <laughs> nigga, you said you said most niggas. Nigga, that's an Atlanta thing. Let's you be clear. Fuck, right? Niggas is Them... definitely sleeping on his stomach, like arched up in Atlanta. Nah. <laughs> that be the niggas Put who move. That be the niggas who move here. <laughs> niggas who from Atlanta. Nigga, we ain't even have no bed to be sleeping on our damn stomach. Nigga, you got that. He lay like this on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, I'm sleeping with the door open. Why? Why? You know, I always Me sleep too. with the door closed because if somebody come in the house in the middle of the night, like, you they still gonna die? Nah, dog. Sleep with the door closed and <laughs> you got more time. by the time they get through the door, like, well, you pistol ready. Pistol ready. Man, fuck that. Yeah. So look, you done went through you, all you, that. You nigga just come and, walk right into your room. The nigga goddamn kick the door down. Yeah, bitch, I'm here. All right, make this shit quick, dog. No, nah, I ain't dying. I'm always living to too. tell a story. See, that's the difference. And then if you sleep with the door open, you can hear more. You can see more. You got the door closed. You, you don't see. hear nothing. I seen a Lifetime movie like that. You gonna hear somebody wiggling the door. All right. I seen a Lifetime movie like that. They gonna get your ass. Nah. <laughs> Keep sleeping with that door closed. You gonna be like, damn, he told me. <laughs> Wait a minute, Tammy. <laughs> bad, bad breath of body odor. What? Uh, <laughs> right. Like, what? <laughs> Which you talking you about dealing with a person? A with? person, yeah, not you, but uh, like. I'll take somebody with bad bro. Nah. Over body odor? Yeah, because it's like. Both uh, are the same, they right? ate a, They could have ate a meal with onions in it. Or, or it could have been they, the food they ate. Or what if it's like a consistency? Like, like halitosis. Like, yeah, like, you got, know a Tony with the stink mouth? Like. Yeah, or they can have a dead <laughs> Consistently. Tooth. Yeah. But if somebody stink, you remember a stinky nigga. It don't matter how old you get. You remember somebody from my school who was a stinky yeah, one? Yeah. Man, I, man, stinking ass keyboard. I went to school with that nigga, bro, and we called that nigga stinking ass keyboard. That's a real person? Like, yeah, that's how we just call <laughs> Well, I can't say it on the I name. don't know. You calling people names? They might not like that. Well, shit, we called him that in school. He <laughs> <laughs> say shit then. He could have bathed and got rid of the shit. He bought his stink ass at school. <laughs> So, but it's like, I'd rather take a person with bad breath or bad body odor. Man, that that body odor shit, yo, clothes be stink. You come stink up a nigga house. Facts. That's bad breath, nobody just ain't going to want to smoke after you and drink after you. 
Y'all seen uh, Ray J, Ray J on The Breakfast Club, he was talking about um, women body odors and how oftentimes it's men, you know, causing it. But niggas be talking shit about stink coochie. Well, shit, well, like, still is yours. <laughs> what? At the end of the day, it don't matter who. Right. Yeah, it don't matter who contaminated. You knock a woman PhD down off and then be, be like, it's your man. Though. This nigga who came in the picture, he don't know what you done did the last six months. All he know, that pussy was stank on. No, if it's stank on the first day now. Yeah, that on if it's stank on the first day, right, no. 2015, 2023. Oh, man, Tammy got some bad ass pussy. No, I'm gonna give an example. But I'm saying, like, if you if you a stinking person, people don't want to do shit with hell no, this stink ass ain't getting in my car. Like, bro, they it just, they exclude you from everything. <laughs> they bad breath, yeah. Bad breath, they just don't about want to be you, an association coming bad, up. They just don't want you drinking <laughs> off their cups and all that type of shit. <laughs> all right, um, find true love today. I mean, the most absolute love of your life, right? Mm -hmm. Your partner, Ace Boon Coon, for life, mm -hmm. or win the lottery next year. Win a motherfucking lottery. Damn. I'm gonna still find that true love. I'm gonna find a few of I'm gonna buy a few of that money, man. <laughs> no, nah, but all jokes aside, I just played around with that. I would want true love. Because if it, if that's my real true love, we will build an empire and get the money together. Amen. I'm just talking shit. Give me the money and, <laughs> and give me them hoes. <laughs> give me them bitches. <laughs> Welcome to true love. They cash that that uh that lottery yeah, ticket and this will stop working the I'll very next day. I'll be sitting there waving that ticket on TV. <laughs> Check your cash out, bitches. I'm back. <laughs> Trick daddy. <laughs> I change my name on Instagram to Trick Daddy underscore lottery winner. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I finish, I done found true love. Probably three or four of them staying together. Yeah, I don't know, Tad. What's the next one? Lose your sight or your memories? Ooh. Damn. Man, fuck the memories. Really? <laughs> Man, Yo, fuck them. You just said earlier, like, you wouldn't be you without the neighborhood you grew up in and the, <laughs> the motherfuckers yeah, around man. you now. Fuck right. them niggas. That, that just <laughs> let if you, I can't see that no just more. let you know time changed. <laughs> When you it's get an in, illusion. Yeah, Time is an illusion. When you get in different it's positions, your mindset will change. Right. So I'm in a different position than I was three questions ago. I'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at this shit now, man. This shit really didn't shape me. I'm who I am, because I am. <laughs> Fuck the memories, man. I can't lose my sight. Right. Because you, you can have all the memories in the world, you don't know where to go. Man, I remember, <laughs> I, I remember that varsity on 10th Street, but I can't drive and get there. So it was yeah. shit like that. Hey, that's fair. That shit is a disadvantage, yeah. being blind. Even people wearing glasses. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta get some Lasix before this goddamn zombie apocalypse. Nigga be running around looking for glasses. <laughs> what you think about the aliens getting shot out of the sky? Man, I, I feel like on some real shit, it's not enough people talking about that. You know I don't feel like it's aliens. You ever read the book Behold a, a Pale White Horse? What? You ever read that book? Nobody reads a boring ass. You mean shit the like Bible? No, nah, it's a white guy who was a, a CIA agent. He wrote a book talking yeah. about what the military would do or what the U.S. government would do. So they're going to shoot down the aliens, right, to make it make us think it's some shit out of space, but it's actually you know the government attacking us. Uh. Mm. I don't get in the government business and I pray they don't get in mine. <laughs> I got three PPP loans still pending. 
that I need to come through. <laughs> All right. Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life? Man, air conditioning and heating. Shit, I grew up without that shit. I know how to turn the stove on, warm up a house. <laughs> I know how to go take a cold shower when I get too hot. <laughs> but I can't get with that fucking internet. Fuck it's that, addictive, man. Right? Yeah, like, that's how I go. I'm sick of the internet. No, but it's so much you could do on the internet when you, your mind boggling, like, you want to Google it. That shit solve a lot of arguments, yeah. right? Google said. And then just, you just feel lost out the world sometimes without the internet. You can know you what's going disconnected. on. You feel disconnected. Yeah, you feel disconnected. That air conditioning ain't gonna be shit. That's what spoiled us anyway. People were living longer without the air conditioning. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. <laughs> how old are your grandparents and uh, great-grandparents? Niggas is dying They passed early. away, but they were in their 80s. Yeah, exactly. How many niggas you know that you don't went to school with dead already? Mm. But I don't know Baby. if the air condition had nothing to do Baby, with that. Baby, listen to me now. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm teaching, let me preach. Fair enough. All right, last question. Be an extra in an Oscar-winning movie or the lead in a box office bomb? Shit, I already did both of them. <laughs> Shit. I felt like I was an extra in coming to America, too. I mean, only you was one... in there? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a little bullshit ass Tubi movie out right now. That shit ain't Tubi popping now, right? But not yeah, the movie I was shit on Tubi. <laughs> I'll take that goddamn shit. I'll take that uh, box office movie. Box office bomb. No, hell no, the one that did good, the Oscar. Oh, the Oscar. Oh, you, yeah. the Oscar. you know you gotta yeah, sacrifice yeah. somebody after you get the Oscar. You know. Who you sacrificing? Y'all. <laughs> Shit, I just met y'all. And that's y'all. why the fuck I met y'all. I met y'all. I don't really know if we gonna work. So. <laughs> and that's why I'm dropping motherfuckers and not the dog. You right, see? <laughs> like, man, I know, I know two talented. I don't remember that, man. I know two talented motherfuckers. Y'all gonna get them We Talk Back podcast, girl. <laughs> Take them out. All right, they so last, have a tough time. last thing. We have this segment on our show called Simp Series. Boy, there's no real easy way to say this, but look, you're a And we want you to share a time with us where you got played by the opposite sex. Shit. Or the same. Or the same. I gotta tell you about some shit <laughs> yesterday. Bitch uh, <laughs> got me on Valentine. I said, God damn, You bitch. ain't have a Valentine? Yeah, but this is my other little <laughs> Oh, what happened? Well, she was with her nigga? What is she gonna be at? <laughs> 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 no, man. Tubi. Well, bitch, I was a little crazy about it. You know what I'm saying? She was mad at me. I know you're going to be with your girl today. I was like, man, calm down. I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm going to make it up to you. I look on this bitch page. She with a nigga. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> bitch, you had me feeling sad. <laughs> Why you with your bitch? <laughs> My bitch like, what's wrong? You don't like the food? I'm like, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. That was just a little comedy joke. I'm going to try. Uh, <laughs> Write it down. Yeah, in case this shit get out. <laughs> to the masses. But no, nah, man, I don't care what a nigga say, man. Is women like women got that uh, like that approach that will you? They'll make you feel like, damn, 
Well, I think with me, I, I like hard. No, I like hard. Yeah. So you be in lust a lot. Yeah. I be in lust. Mm -hmm. I like lust. Cause you know, like sometimes, like I don't realize, like a, like I don't realize I like a girl till it, till it's over with. That's most men. Well, yeah, like they don't miss you till you're gone. Right. Nah, I ain't say miss. I'm talking about, damn, I used to like little shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> next, next. Nah, it'll be that, though. But, like, bro, at the end we'll of the day, man, night. sometimes women, like, it ain't even though sometimes women just are fun to be around on some real shit. Like, we ain't even got to be on no romantic level or, like, right. sexual level. Like, sometimes I'll be around women just to goddamn pick up some game. I see how women do other niggas. Like, mm -hmm. Oh boy, this a cold game. Mm -hmm. Well, I might just goddamn, you just learn the lingo. You hear what women like. I heard, man, I was hanging around with one of my homegirls. She told my son, man, it's just something about when a nigga get a manicure. Next thing I know, I'm getting manicures every three weeks. Like, <laughs> I don't oh. need my nigga sitting up in the salon. Okay? No, it's cool. Well, I like that. I like that. That's some plan shit. For you. you going yeah. on a date with a, like, you like, I want to hang out. Let's let go get a manicure. Right. Now that shit done open up her eyes. I'm not even the nigga she think I am. Your nails done right now. Yeah, Look better I'm than mine. You. Shit. <laughs> and it's, I'm doing that shit. I'm being a nigga that my homegirl like niggas to be. And mm -hmm. she a bad bitch, so I know this what you the this regular bitch I'm talking to, I know you are being in love with a nigga <laughs> like this. And I ain't doing half the shit you supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being for real, man. <laughs> yeah, I you know, a lot of these shows now, they always have this man of really in the black community. The men versus women. So it's nice for a black man to say he like to be around women because some of these niggas act like they can't stand women. Man, I don't hate at all. Except for sex, and that's it. You yeah. Know? Man, that's Somebody shit. say yes, they would they want a robot, isn't it? Right. They want some robot pussy. Bruh, it's like little stuff like that. Even if I want to go get something to eat, I ain't finna tell my buddy, like, hey bro, let's pull up, let's try this new restaurant. I like to try new restaurants with a woman. I right. wanna do mm -hmm. shit with a woman. Mm -hmm. Like, of course. Eventually, I do want to fuck. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I want to start our friendship and our bond. I want you to see that it's more than just sex with me. You dating? Hmm? Are you dating No, right I'm now? in a relationship. For real? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Why everybody laugh? I feel like you lying. A nigga told me the other day that <laughs> women like niggas in relationships. <laughs> So my home, when my homegirl told me that, I, I, since then I've been in a little relationship. That might be true, man. I so, feel like yeah, it. In case y'all would choose and just know I'm in a committed relationship and I will not cheat. <laughs> Unless you want me to. <laughs> we'll see. That's how women be. Yeah, women be want to compete then. Mm -hmm. Man, when, when a woman find out you faithful, she ain't even really feeling you like that. Like, man. Nigga, I ain't competing with no bitches. Don't no bitches want you, nigga? I don't want to. I don't want a nigga nobody else want. I don't want to compete. Want. I, listen, I don't want a, a man that is accessible to everybody. Right. But you don't but, want that nobody else want. Yeah, it's like, why the fuck I want you if nobody else Nobody will? else want like, you? Like, somebody got to want the nigga, Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah. I need I a nigga I just feel like if I bitches. want you, everybody probably wants you. That's how I feel about Damn. it. So you you top tier like that. I just feel like that. The niggas I like, I feel I, I assume every woman likes them too. That may not be true, but right. but sometimes a woman I this when I realize a, a woman might even be start looking at me different. Or even think she's like, man, you 
all right, once a person get to know you. I was like, yeah, I done broke her Got down. Yeah. Got him. Got him. She might <laughs> always have her goals of being with a tall... I like short niggas nigga. now. That's why I ask you how tall you are. You like short niggas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Niggas be big and tall <laughs> at the same yeah. time. Like, you was six one earlier. Yeah. Tell me a smart tall nigga. Yeah, I be. I'm really like five foot even on a bad day. Shit. <laughs> 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 Let me take these extensions off my legs. <laughs> you do got about two inches of shoes now. Yeah, you cheating. <laughs> when you say you like short niggas, yeah, like, okay. Mm-hmm. What you like tall niggas though? It just depends. Damn, so who want me? Like, <laughs> you in the middle? I feel like I'm Literally. on a limit date. <laughs> Both of y'all look good. I can't decide. I just fuck it. Whoever chooses me, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> now tell everybody where they can find you. What you got going on? Like, plug yourself for our show, man. Um. Dang, that went by quick. I had fun on here, man. I'm uh, glad you had a good time with us. At Nav Green on all platforms, man. I got about three moves dropping this year. And it's, it, it, it sounds unbelievable, man, but God damn, man. <laughs> hey, man. Congratulations. Yeah, no, congratulations. Yeah, wait till it drop, because I know how they edit shit. I might not be in that <laughs> motherfucker like, <laughs> like the last shits I've been in. So, uh, Coming to America? Man, what? They did me dirty as motherfucker. I went and bought, I went and bought the best suit I could afford. Uh, happy as hell at the goddamn premiere. And ain't see yourself. Shit, barely. I heard my auntie, there you go. I, Walk I, around the corner. I looked up. That shit was gone. It's like they were playing I Spy at the theater. Like, there you go. Oh, damn. I think I seen it. Where's now? But no, right now, man, um, and especially like touring, mm-hmm. I've been touring with uh, 85 South, uh, Carlos Miller uh, tour, Poor Minds tour. So I've been got them working, moving, and shaking. Hey man, count, don't count them, don't count them shows, man. Then you start doing the math, then I'd be one of them niggas y'all were talking about. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, how the fuck he get them? Ari uh, Lennox. Nah, who I want? Yeah, I'll probably, uh, I'm trying to see what I'm going to get when I get a chick. You a big Ari Lennox fan? Nah. She's single? I like her music, though. I'll probably get, uh, Kyla Pratt. Why niggas think just because they like you, you automatically like them? I get, you'll try to get Kyla Pratt. Man, the only thing that's I'm going to say in this real, just hang with me. Just hang with me. We're going to do some simple-ass shit, and you're going to be like, damn. I had fun with this nigga. We ain't went nowhere. <laughs> Stop by my auntie house. <laughs> Stop by my auntie house. Went through Target. Bitches love to ride. I like to be on the passenger side. Yeah. With a man. Then we got them playing playlist battle. Oh, you don't remember this song? Now she playing her song. This thing, you know, I ain't spending over $19. All of it <laughs> went in the gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, damn, Kyla Pratt with that nigga? Hey, man. It's like, what, what you like so much about now? I just, I just, he just did. He's a nice guy. He different. He's not <laughs> like, like that. That's what ready to settle, man. I'm either. like, man, I'm about to be with who like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what I'm on to. You don't want to be that nigga bitches settle for. I wouldn't care. 
That wasn't, that's the thing about society now. Niggas be worried about what other people think. Yeah. Settle for me. <laughs> Settle for me. Oh, baby, I'm sorry you couldn't get Michael B. Jordan. Lay on me. <laughs> I want that motherfucking Jonathan Major. Now I feel like I put that in the universe. Now all the that? bitches. Jonathan Major is the dude who played on uh, Lovecraft Country oh, in the Harder They Fall Harder. with the civil rights face. Oh, the Harder. I know you're talking about now. That okay. nigga is fine. Okay. Oh, he on my goddamn. I think he's married uh, to a white my lady. My vision board. He got, I think he got a baby mama, a white woman. Oh, okay. But I got, who's, I got home my vision board. Who is my person? I don't know if I have. It was Jonathan Majors, but after I saw. Oh, y'all be fighting over the song. That she he wasn't like interested in black him. women, then that became it wasn't my person anymore. I guess maybe like I, I like Idris still. Ibuka. Oh, you like Ibaka. old nigga? I like Idris. How old that nigga? You married? Fifty. Oh, okay. You got that dick too. Remember what movie was that? <laughs> oh, sorry, sir. God, anyway, damn. <laughs> the fuck y'all don't turn this show into man. Thank you so much, Nav, man. We appreciate you for coming on. We want you to come back and kick it with us I again. I appreciate it. money back is like, y'all, they paying you? No, nigga. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate you so much. No, definitely appreciate you. No, straight see, up. This is the thing people don't be understanding, lunch. like, with the podcast. Uh, it's a barter system. Man, not even that. Like, just understanding how big, like, this networking type of stuff mm -hmm. be. A lot of people be thinking, like, I, sometimes podcasts get you goddamn more exposure than the damn shows you yeah. might. Because, mm -hmm. like, it's like a fan base type of stuff. And me, anytime it's a, a woman podcast, I like to go on there and be a sex symbol. That's right. I you think you're that. a sex symbol. You did that. From the side, like, your ears are. <laughs> you got some nice ass ears, dog. You said from the side? <laughs> Let me see your elbow. Man. <laughs> I, I ain't like never elbows. heard nobody compliment somebody's ears. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Y'all full of shit on here, man. <laughs> All right, y'all, listen. If you enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday. Y'all follow me on Instagram, AJ Holiday 2.0. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.